episode, what is it, four? One, two, three, four, not five or six. Fuck. And today is going to be a little bit special, a little specialty for you guys. We have a guest. A guest from where, Hog? (laughs) Asia? Would you believe me if I said Asia? I don't think you would. Well, guess what? We got a guest from Asia. Mr. Gabriel Galange, Pino Guang, if that's your name. How you doing today, buddy? Doing great. Um, Just got out of the Philippine prison, but doing great. Hell yeah. So Gabriel is a stout man. He's about 5'7". Five 5'7", seven. Five seven, uh, how, how, how much do you weigh, Pino? Um, probably like around 190, 155. 190 pounds of pure fucking mammoth brute strength. Uh, this is the first question of the night. Does anyone fuck with you, Pino? Well, there's some people fucks with me, but they don't survive to tell people about it. Oh, God damn. What, like, what weapon do you use on them? Like an ice pick or what? Well, if I had a chance, I would grab an ice pick, but mostly <laughs> I use my Viking hands. Hell yeah. Anyways, this is going to be a two-episode little, or actually a three-episode, sorry, a little conjoint thing. We're going to have a little nice talk here with our buddy Gabriel Pino from the Philippines. We're going to get a little backstory on his life growing up in the Philippines, being a street hound, being a fucking mongrel, right, Pino? Yes, sir. Fuck yeah. And then we're going to go from his life in the Philippines, living on the streets, living on top of the 7-Eleven, up until he meant Orrin Johnson. And I'm pretty sure most of you will know who that guy is, but we're going to do a Gabriel episode, and then an Orrin Johnson episode, and then episode three of this little series, they're going to argue, and it's going to be very fucking comedic. Thank you for joining in. All right, Gabriel. Let's start with your life in the Philippines on the street. Let's go from there. When you first got on the street. Well, I first got on the street when I was from probably around seven years old. You know, fucking doing everything I can. Fucking getting hammered with drinks. Smoking (laughs) pots. Getting hammered at seven? Yes, sir. On the street? Yes, sir. Holy shit, Bino. All right. And, you know, smoking cigarettes, and we got this freaking roof laker fixture that we draw a wee small, me smell, and it fucking gets you pretty high. Is that, a, is that like, one of the more popular drugs in the Philippines? Yes, sir. What is it? It's the sealer, right? It's the sealer called Bulka Seal. Fuck. And you were on, you were on that? Well, I was on that for about four to three years straight. Oh, my God, Pino. Let's hear more about that. I want to hear more about that roof sealer. Well, the first thing you do to get the roof sealer is you have to probably have enough money to get it, which is fucking expensive. But, you know, I bag around, go to Jeeps and fucking hand envelopes and saying, please help me, I'm hungry. (laughs) Were you hungry? No, and turn around (laughs) and buy some drugs. Well, fuck me. It got me high pretty good. But anyways, before that... I usually do my dragging in my own house, which is the top of 7-Eleven. As you all know, that I live on my own street, and I survive, and probably almost got killed. And um, before we get to the almost I got killed, is that having a life in the street is pretty difficult. 
Because you don't have a parents to guide you where the wrong and the right things is. And mostly I learn the fucking wrong things. Yeah, dude, that's pretty nuts, Pino. How did you how did you know what was wrong or not? Just like give us a little info on that. Well, the first thing when I was seven to eight, uh, I didn't fucking know what I was doing. I thought it was good because I was fucking stealing freaking cans of beers, uh, pack of smokes, and sometimes I even freaking steal a uh, roof, like you know those roof beddings, and fucking sell them so I can buy some bulka seals. <laughs> So that's the time where I was fucking dumb. But since then, when I was 8, 13, I know which is wrong, which is right. But still, I still did the bad thing because it's badass. And, you know, kept doing my ass stuff and got freaking drunk every day. And, you know, just having the good, great time that I thought I was doing. And it kind of felt good for a little bit until I met this kid named T-Toy. Which is his real name is T-Toy, but I forgot what I used to call him. So, T-Toy, if you're out there, please contact us. Anyways, go on, Gabriel. But anyways, this kid, and it kind of similar, just I felt like I was seeing myself when I was young. So, you know, I supported him and acted him like I'm his dad. You know, give him money and I told him to go home, study in school so nobody could suffer what I suffered. And, um, you know, me trying to be father, you know, but he still hangs around me, but... That fucking kid, I tell you this. Every time I go to sleep and somebody steals my money, bro, man, that kid will just run after me and wake me up like somebody's fucking getting killed. And wakes me up, and next thing you know, he knows who stole my money, so we'll go beat them up and fucking beat them up pretty good and get my money and then steal their money. Hell yeah. Dude, it kind of sounds like you were in, like, a little gang or something. Well, the first time me and T-Toy, uh, we're just both, we're just only two of us, but when my little son told me that we should have a fucking gong so we did it's called three shots and we were recruiting new people and instead uh we got about maybe 20 of them joined us and so you know every time somebody would fucking go to our territory of course we beat the crap out of them and you know but there's some police would actually try to get rid of us but which is we actually run and separates and then um Go our, to our station, which is called the uh, Hanging Bridge of the Philippines, which is called um, the Riverside of our place. And we've been um, doing that for about two years, and then after that, we had a big fight with a riot in the south of the south south of the place where we hang out. And um, one of my friends, my very, very very close friend, got killed, and that was sad for me. And I. Started um, telling the people that I should quit the gang. Holy shit, Pino, how'd he get killed? He got hit by a big rock in the head and lost his um, memories and almost... Oh my god. He's in a coma. Holy shit, Pino. Dude, you've had a wild-ass life, haven't you? Yes, sir, I did. And all I can say, this motherfuckers that lives in U.S. kids, you don't know what life is. So don't tell me that you can't work because your ass hurts. Well, don't bullshit me like that because my ass hurt every time because of fucking being beat up by my parents. But guess what I do? I still work so I can feed my own goddamn self. Fuck yeah, Pino. You're a badass. And this kind of leads me into something I've been curious about. Uh, what was it like living with Duterte? All I can say is that badass bitch could be a pretty good president, but... 
he can be an asshole too. I mean, that's why my group kind of separated because um, we were doing drugs, but we heard that he's fucking killing drug drug addicts, and so we decided to not have drugs in public. So we've been trying to hide it, and we had a hideout tunnel, and that's where we do our drugs. And um, we did that for a while until the third day finally figures out that there's some people hiding somewhere, and we kind of got split up then. Was that kind of like the end of the gang? Not really, because <laughs> after like we got curious about it, we started hanging out, you know, playing basketball and bullshitting around. We started selling... Fake drugs to other people. Fake drugs? Yes, sir. Hell, it's oh, This shit. is called snow beer, and it's fucking white as hell. And we freaking get a rock and just, you know, beat the crap out of it and make it like a powder, which just looks like a fucking stone drugs. Ah, uh, like fake cocaine Fake or cocaine, something? yes. And we sell it about, let's say... It's, drugs in the Philippines is pretty pretty cheap. I'd say about 2 to $3 here. But anyways, it's big money for the Philippines, so we sell that, but... We haven't, we bought, we sold those a bunch of times and never got caught because we sell it in different places and different people. But one time, um, we got caught by one of them and we started running. And as soon as we run, we got, saw some police, so we separated them. And that's back when, um, we started doing some smuggling, which is, Instead of doing drugs, we would do some, like, casino shit stuff, you know? Like, what were you smuggling? Like, we were smuggling um, fake monies. Like, not <laughs> not the fake monies that, you know, drug lords would do, but fake monies that, like, you buy in the store. <laughs> and we would put, like, cooking oil in it and freaking erase the black pens that says fake money. And we would give it to other kids, like younger kids, and they would think the money for change for real money. Oh, no. And that got busted, too, so we separated. And since then, when I got caught by the police, we all separated because I'm basically the lord of the, the the gang. And that was the very end of the gang? That was the very end of the gang. Shit, Pino. But here's the... Do you miss it? Sure do do. You miss the gang? You miss the gang. Oh, shit, Pino. Should I be hanging out with you or what? Well, you if gonna you should... going to cut my head off? Well... If you treat me right and you become my friend, you're a sheep. I think I, I think I'm your friend, Pino. Am I your friend? Yes, you are. Very good Am friend I of nice mine. Young man? Yes, you are, cause you mate, you and your dad gave me a fucking job at Tamarisk. Fuck yeah. Yeah, shout out to Pino being the new dishwasher at Tamarisk restaurant. How's it make you feel, Pino? You happy? Yes, sir, do happy. It's better than fucking five bucks an hour. Oh yeah. Alright, now next part. So when did you start living on top of the Seven Eleven? I started there. Well, I started sleeping on the street when on the, the bottom of the Seven Eleven when I was eight, and um, this guy kept telling me not to sleep there. So I started sleeping on the top of the stairs, on the on the roof. And when I was sleeping there, um, this guy was seeing me cleaning the roof where the leaves are. So the manager said I could stay there as long as I want, as long as. I cleaned the top roof with the trees, and I said, yes, sir, I would do that. So every morning, I would do that and then go on with my routine. And guess what? Don't tell this to anybody, but I, I, I fuck a bunch of bitches in that tree house that I have. Oh, fuck yeah, Pino, you dog, you dirty fucking dog. Make sure you, when you guys fuck a girl, you better make sure you have protection on you. You never know, it might happen. You might got an accident, kid. How many girls did you fuck, Pino? I'd say about 15 to 20 pe- 20 girls. 
That is the most badass thing I've ever heard. Well, don't worry. All the fucking girls that I fuck are all horny. <laughs> they're horny? And they're buzz because they had drug on their mind. <laughs> oh, they, they were on drugs? Yes. Did you have to pay them? No. Did they pay you? No. They just <laughs> wanted to have fun, and they were fucking buzz really bad. And I don't even know. I think one of I messed up where I didn't buy a condom, and I think I come on the fucker. But I never know. So what you're saying is there might be a little Pino running around? Yes, sir. I might have a son or a daughter somewhere. Pino, son, if you're old enough to hear this, come find us in Utah. We'll take care of you, right, Pino? Sure do. Come here, live here. I'll I'll teach you how to wash dishwashing and tamarisk. What are you going to name him? Well, I'd name him Gabriel II. Hell yeah, that's badass. All right. So out of all those 20 girls, I'm kind of curious, did one of them ever become your girlfriend, or did it just all Actual, stay friends with benefits? Actually, I think about four or three of them became my really friend, go- girlfriend. Probably like four or five of them I fucked many times, <laughs> probably. And um, the most I actually love, um, that I used to actually really like to, you know, have fun with, her name was um, Lenlin, which is her true name is Christy. Christy. And she's hot, same as me, and have big boobs, actually, <laughs> for a young fucking feller. Yeah. But she was hot, and she doesn't stink as the other. She actually smells good every day. She goes home and takes showers and slip with me, so that was good. Hell yeah. Don't worry, I take a shower, too. I'm not that kid that you just see fuck somebody and you don't. That dirty even... little bastard? Yes, exactly. Hell yeah, Pino. So you just kept it clean? Kept it clean, especially my wonderful one in my ass, in my, under my belly. <laughs> I have to keep that clean before that thing goes in and out of the cibber. <laughs> Alright, so now that we kind of had a taste of your street life, pretty interesting shit. Like, share, and comment if it's interesting. I know it is. Don't even say it's not. Uh, anyways, I want to get to, like, more of... Because you were telling me that, as a punishment in the Philippines, you'd get hung up in the tree by your dad, right? Yes, Tell sir. Tell me about that. Well, the one thing, one time when I was, well, my grandpa actually told my dad to hang me, that fucking asshole. Um, I was busy doing my job so I can feed the assholes. And they said, wash dishes. And I said, I gotta go to work, and I'll be late, and I'll be fired, and you guys won't have any food. And she was like, he was like, are you fucking trying to reason with me? I was like, no, I'm not reasoning to you. And then next thing I know, I was in a fucking sack. All my body hanging upside down in a tree and being beat up by my daddy and my grandpa. Holy and shit. stayed there about probably seven hours to eight hours. Oh, my God. So is this like a is this like a common punishment? Yes, it's a common punishment. So like a lot of... A lot of kids happened that before they became yeah. teenagers. So like if I went and found like another Filipino boy... He'd probably gone through the same thing. thing. Holy shit. And thing, the thing, too, is when you're hanging upside down and fucking being beat up, and the next thing you know, like you went down out of that tree, you won't be able to stand up without somebody helping you. So you're just stuck there until someone... Yep, you're stuck there until somebody helps you until the next day where you have enough immune system to stand up. Holy shit, Pino. It fucking hurts bad. You've been through some shit, Pino. Sure do did. I wish those fucking things never happened to me, but what can I say? I guess that's how they make you tough. Yeah, you know what, Pino? Yeah, you're, 
you may, you may not be able to see Pino. You're going to see him in episode, uh, like at the third episode of this little series, because when him and OJ have their argument, we're going to do a camera with that. And you'll be able to check it out on Radio Hog on YouTube at grtv.network. Anyways, that's besides the point. Pino's a stout little bastard. You, he's strong as a bull. Stronger than piss. Stronger than pet. He'll stomp a mud hole in your ass, huh, Pino? Don't cross the guy. Don't even think about double-crossing me, because I'll tell you this. You might have a fucking one-inch hole in your ass. That would be 20 inches deep now, <laughs> if you fuck with me. 20 in- I don't think any of us want a 20-inch deep asshole. I don't want one. That's why I'm friends with Pino. I'm not trying to fuck with the guy, ever. Ever. So don't even think about it, bud. Just become my friends and buy me shit. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you gotta buy Pino. Uh, yeah, Pino would like... Would greatly appreciate it if you bought him a blue game fuel and sent it to him. He'd like that. Yes, sure do. That's my favorite drink. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to contribute to Pino's lifestyle, buy him a blue game fuel. Especially when you're trying to have your dinner with um any anything. Arby's, Subway. The best one is fucking you can find in Green River Town is Blimpies. They have a fucking good sandwich and a fuel game. Yeah, shout out to Blimpies. Best sub shop in the world. Hell yeah. Subway can just die. No, Subway can just sucks their ass. Yeah, dude. Guess why? Because they're fucking freaking sandwich sucks, and I told them to fucking eat my food, and guess what? It's colder than hell. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of just a little summary of Pino's back life. And you know what? If you want to hear more of Pino's childhood stories, just let us know. You know, like like the podcast, comment on it, share it. Give us some feedback, for Christ's sake. Let us know if you want to hear some more of his childhood stories, because by God, he's got hours of them, huh, Pino? Sure do. If you guys like or share and comment on this forecast that we're doing right now, I will gladly give you a whole story of my life for you, bud. And he'll also give you a shout-out. Who doesn't want a shout-out by Pino? Come on. Yes, I would gladly give you a shout-out. If you're a girl, come give me your phone number. (laughs) I will call you straightly and tell you my story. Pino is single and ready to mingle. If you're a single woman looking for someone to talk to, just let us know. We'll get you Pino's number and we'll get you hooked up. Right, Pino? Sure do. Don't think don't think about, about it, about being my girlfriend. You know, just being friends to talk to. And you may never know. You might be falling in love with me because of my handsome face and my fucking masculine buddy. <laughs> you won't regret it, I'll tell you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyways... So let's move on to this is a little bit later in Pino's life. This is when I when I was almost about to meet him cuz I didn't know about him until was it 2016? No, 17. No, 2017. 17. Yeah. So before we get into Pino's transition into America. By a guy. It's better if it's a girl that's raping you cuz you can suck they you can suck their pussy, but I'm not being rude or anything being disgusting, just letting you know. But what I'm saying is that I finally got to online process of um, adapting, and my adopted dad found me on the internet and decided to, I should visit here for a month. So I went here 2016 and visited for a month and came back. Oh. And after that, um, they liked me and I liked them. Well, I thought I liked I liked, I liked my mom, but we kind of have an issue here. So I mean, you'll know about it later. Yeah, we'll just... We'll keep but that anyways, dark. we'll keep that halfway dark. But my dad is a really good dad. Yeah. But anyways, um, 
they got me and I got here and started going to school, seventh grade. Can you believe it? Sixteen fucking years old kid would be in seventh grade. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And playing basketball at seventh grade. Sixteen. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, now that gets me. So yeah, he was he came here and visited and I didn't know that. I was still just digging around doing whatever. I was in tenth, ninth grade, tenth or ninth grade. But then two thousand seventeen rolls around and I hear rumors. Everybody's talking about this Chinese kid that's gonna be here and I was like, Oh god, I can't wait. Like it's gonna be amazing. I'm sitting in the lunchroom one day and I hear that voice. That Filipino voice that I love to hear. And it ends up being Gabriel Galange. And I remember seeing him and I said, yeah, that's happening. He's going to be my bud. And by God, look what happened. Pino, are you my bud or what? Sure do. We've been buds for almost three years now, buddy. Hell yeah. So, like, tell us how it was going to American school. It's different from the school where I came from, you know? It's like... In the school I came from, no matter what age you are, you can be in grade one. I was fucking 12 when I was in grade one, goddammit. Oh, no. That was fucking sucks, because I was tall and old, and all my classmates were about, like, fucking five, six years old. Hell. But here, <laughs> you know what I can tell? In the Philippines, girls would literally just come up to me and ask my phone number. Here, you have to fucking chase them. What a fucking situation you have in the now, U.S. What is that, Pino? Pisses me off. Same, dude. I wish Filipina girls are like American girls where they come to you and ask your phone number, but that seldom happens here. God damn it. Fucking pisses you off down in the Pino. It does. Pretty much want to kill myself or come back to the Pelopins and get me some girls and bring it here. <laughs> yeah, and like Pino said before, I always kind of felt bad for him because it's funny, when, when you see Pino... You kind of think, oh, man, that kid's probably 15, maybe 16. And that's what I thought, because he started out in 7th grade. And then whatever, I start talking to him. And I find out that the guy's as old as I am. Pino's 18. Like, I'm 19. A little bit older than him, but come on. Pino's the same age as me. Yeah, and guess what? Zachariah here has already graduated from high school, and me stuck trying to get my GED. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> How's that going, Pino? Sucks, because I have to study in my house, and my house is a shack, and it fucking sucks, because it doesn't have good insulation, and it's fucking cold in the morning. It is pretty cold in there, but Pino, I love your shack. Thank you very much. I try to clip it clean as much as possible. Yeah, also, that brings me to, we're going to be doing a cooking video at Pino's shack. I don't know when it's going to be up, but it'll be up in the next month or so. Check it out on GRTV Network on YouTube, and yeah, you'll see Cooking with Pino. And anyways, so now this is a good point to get to. Pino's lived here for a couple of years, and me and him hung out. I mean, he had super strict parents for a while, though. Do you yeah, talk sure, about dude. That? Well, every time I hang out, I have a destination time of living and coming home. Let's say I live at 6. I gotta be back by 8.30. And you're already almost 18. That freaking sucks. Especially when your mom is really, really strict, but your dad's okay with it. But she says no, because she thinks she's the boss of us. That ain't right, Pino. I know, but I had to live with it for a few years until I got kicked out. Yeah, I remember, because like, we'd, we'd invite Pino to go fishing or something. And he says, well, dude, I have to be back at 5. I said, Pino, we're going at 5, dude. And anyways, yeah, and he was 18, and that was a whole situation. And then I guess 
something boiled up, and then now Pino lives on his own in a shack, and it's a pretty badass shack. And guess what? I can do what I want. I can even go to Zach's place without asking my parents. He can cook a soy sauce pork chop. Yeah, and other kind of varieties from the Philippines. If you want to taste it or order it, just give us a holler, and I'll freaking give you a dessert or something else you want that you want to taste from the Philippines. I'll gladly give you some. Okay, now we're getting into the main basis of this series. So, one time we were going fishing, and as you may know, Pino lives on the farm, and he owns a lot of river, or a lot of property that's right on the riverbank. And he, and there was a super good fishing hole right where, anyways, it doesn't matter, there's a super good fishing hole on his property. So we text him, and he says, yeah, let's go, why not, whatever, come on motherfuckers, let's go. And I said, alright. And we bring Oren Johnson, and you'll get to know him in latter episodes. And do you remember that first time that we brought Oren to your house? Yes, he's right. fucked up. What was your first thoughts on OJ? My first thought that he's, um, he fucking doesn't have a job. Yeah. He doesn't have a job. He's fucking lazy. And he stinks pretty bad. <laughs> what? Yes. So, so you didn't really like him at first? Well, yeah. I well, mean, it's it's kind of a love-hate relationship, isn't it, Pina? Yes, sure do. But not as the gay-ass bitch you're thinking. Just <laughs> a friend, buds. Yeah, just just a friend. And you know what? He smokes Newport, and what? guess what? When I used to smoke cigarettes in the Philippines, I smoke Marlboro, which is expensive here. <laughs> so are you not a fan of Newport? Hell no, but the, I don't think I ever had one before. Damn. <laughs> so, and then, I mean, you hung out with him that first time, and you guys got along. But that, sure did. It's kind of like every relationship. You know, when you meet someone new, and you guys have fun, whatever, and mm-hmm. then you get too comfortable. And then you start getting in fights and arguments. Yes. And every goddamn time we hang out, OJ and Pino, there's always some big-ass argument. Yeah, it started when he was telling me that I'm fucking 18 and why can't I not do what I want to do? And, you know, I tell him I got a strict parents and then he says that's not a count as... Not count as our reasoning. Which is truly can be a reason because fucking motherfuckers... If you had my mom, you won't believe what happened next. <laughs> bad shit. Bad shit. Bad shit. Really, really bad shit. Fucking horrible. Yes. Wretched. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's put it that way. About a hundred times horrible than now. Hell yeah. Anyways, any any last remarks you want to say to Owen? Anything about him? And if he's prepared for the fight, or just give him a little bit of words. Hey, Owen, if you're fucking listening right now. First of all, you need to get a job, bud. You really need it, because you don't be able to afford your new porch without a job. Not trying to be humiliating you here, but all I'm saying, you're being a good friend. But every time I hang out with you, you fucking argue for no reason, goddammit. Piss you off. Sure enough, because every time he comes in here, I get in a big argument. He says every time that I say something, I'm wrong, and he's right. Well, fucking no, he's wrong, and I'm always right. Fuck yeah, Pino. Anyways, yeah, we're going to keep it a little bit short, just because, I mean, God, we go on for hours, huh, Pino? Sure do. And if you guys want that, we'll have another Pino episode. We'd love to, right, Pino? Sure love to. Just like, share, or comment. All about Pino. All about Pino from the Philippines. And you won't believe what I've been doing since then. I've been doing great. And I've been lifting weights and push-ups and basketballs, getting stouts, working in the farm, fucking tackle down cows and calves and bulls.
Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've been you. I've been Radio Hog. Gabriel, say goodbye. Madam Peoples, this is Gabriel Galange, a.k.a. Pinoguan, saying have a great night, and please comment and share like this broadcast, and I love you all. Fuck yeah. Um, Antarctica is pretty fucking cold. Mountains are high. Mount Everest is You just better high. go to the Philippines. It's way good. The Philippines is way cool. Uh, streets are made out of asphalt. Concrete gets hard. It's a little fucking sludgy at first. Uh, and yeah. if you're a single boy, just let me know. I'll hook you up with Filipino girls. Filipino will hook you up. Peace. Peace.